Some of you know I have an amazing friend that lives in Texas, and uh, he is one of the smartest, boldest white men on this side of heaven, sent by God. And I have known him a long time now. He's a good friend of mine, of my organization. I've gone out there to Texas several times and just had a hoot and nanny of a time. Bill Lockwood. Pastor Bill Lockwood is here. He is a writer and radio host of American Liberty with Bill Lockwood. And as I said, the boldest voice in Texas. He white. And I wanted to talk to Bill about a lot of stuff here today, so we're going to move a little faster today. If you'd like to speak with Bill, you should definitely call 888-7753-773. Bill, good morning. Good morning, Jesse. How are you today? All is well, sir. How you doing? I'm very good. Staying busy, just as you are. Amazing. I, ha- I can believe that this is the last Tuesday of February already. No, it's moved so quickly. It's, uh, yeah. You know what? I, I just seemed like we came out of vacation period, but here we are. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's, right. What's the rush? Why is God rushing? <laughs> I think as we get older, it just goes more and more quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Do you want to take a stab at my biblical question? Uh, the biblical question about the socialists or would the you, radical Yeah. Would you vote for a radical homosexual or a socialist? Well, you know what? Both of them are anti-God. I don't. I don't think I would vote for either one, for either one of those. You know, socialism is anti-Christian, just anti-Christian, anti-Christ, and radical homosexuals are anti-Christ. I think. Well, what's the difference between one anti-Christ and another? Well, you know, the Democrats have to make a choice this year about that. Well, I tell you what, I, I'm just not going to be helping them with that choice. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, I appreciate that. I want to, hey, folks, make sure you check out American Liberty with Bill Lockwood.com. American Liberty, Liberty with Bill Lockwood.com. A lot of good information on there. Bill, I want to talk about on your website, you recently refuted an article that claims Christianity is a violent, is as violent as Islam. Uh, right. Tell the folks about the author of that article and why would he make that kind of statement? Well, I, I guess it's a woman, Julia Eoff. I guess a woman. I believe that's right. Well, uh, no wonder. That's the answer. <laughs> no. <laughs> that says it all, huh? <laughs> Conversation over. <laughs> uh, but she was writing in foreign policy, and you know, I was just. Uh, uh, looking at materials uh, dealing with Christianity and Islam and that kind of thing. But I, I noticed that uh, her basic thesis is that uh, she's sick and tired of hearing that Christianity is peaceful and Islam is violent. And she says, you know what, we have examples of Christians who do ugly things. And she mentioned the uh, Roman Catholic Church of the Middle Ages. And then uh, there are some times in history when Islam is peaceful and, and Muslims live at peace. And and so she says a religion, and here's basically her bottom line, that religion is what its followers actually portray. And so I point out in the article, I says, you know what, that, that is not even the beginning of an examination, a real examination of what is Christianity or any, any issue at all, really. You know, even though it is true that people judge what you preach by what you do and what you say and how you act, 
That is true. Yeah. But nevertheless, that does not show us the, the nuts and bolts of the religion. It doesn't show us what the religion actually teaches and what its essence is. And so the essence of Islam is not because you might have a peaceful Muslim neighbor. The essence of Islam is Muhammad. And Muhammad, of course, gave the marching orders before he died that, you know, and by the way, before he died, all of the peninsula of Arabia was 100% Muslim. And that is not explained on the basis of peace and choice and everybody going to the ballot box. That's explained on the basis of violence and the sword. And that's exactly how Muhammad behaved. He's the perfect Muslim. And so he commanded in Surah 9 that this is exactly what would be done, that they would, they would do it with the edge of the sword. They would you be forced people to be Muslim. Yeah. That's exactly what Muhammad taught. On the other hand, there are people who claim to be Christians, who claim to follow Christ, who, who do not actually follow Christ. Can I point out the Roman Catholic Church? That, that is not New Testament Christianity. And I'm pretty, I came out and just, you know, wanted people to know that's not Christianity. I, I grow myself a little bit tired of people saying, well, New Testament Christianity is the Roman Catholic Church. No, that's not. Right. That's, an apost that's apostasy from the New Testament. And so any pointing out of Middle Age atrocities by the Roman Church, I agree with them. That is, they did commit atrocities, but that's not New Testament Christianity. That's the Roman Church, which was wedded with the state and was a state-joined religion. And, uh, and they themselves went to war to defend and to push uh, Roman Catholicism. So anyway, that's how I, I really basically summarize the article there. For the millennials, when you say that's apostasies from the... Um the Catholic Church. Apostasy means that's what they preach? Well, apostasy means it's a departure. So, oh, for example, okay. in the New Testament, we have the pattern of the New Testament. You know, Paul says that he wanted Timothy to preach the pattern of sound words, 2 Timothy 1.13. There's a pattern that we find in the New Testament. And when you, when you duplicate that pattern, you have the New Testament church. So also becoming a Christian, you, you follow the pattern that is, we obey from the heart that pattern or doctrine, form of teaching whereunto you were delivered, Romans 6 and 17. So there's a pattern that we follow. But through the centuries after Christianity, many people added various doctrines of various kinds. And finally, it came out to be where the first pope was crowned in 606, and it was an apostate. So even the Roman Catholic Church tells us in their books that have the imprimatur of the Roman Church— that the doctrines that they preached, many of them, actually developed through the centuries, such as the worship of Mary. All of these kinds of things developed. They do not represent New Testament Christianity. Consequently, the Catholicism does not represent New Testament Christianity. Why would any human being believe if if so if a uh, if the Pope say, okay, you got to worship Mary? This is what. The Pope Bible says, worship Mary, right? Why would regular human beings believe that they should worship Mary when Mary didn't do anything? Right. I mean, well, she didn't say, right. why would, I, but when I don't get, why would anybody believe that you have to worship Mary and now they're passing it down from generation to generation to generation and they go to church and they worship Mary? Shouldn't the folks have common sense to know? That's not—I'm not wishing it, Mary. Well, you know, the Bible teaches no such thing. Right. But it has been, it has been developed through the centuries in which the worship of Mary was practiced and is practiced. And uh, the, the doctrine of the Roman Church actually tells us it was, it was developed. But There's, why do people believe it, though? 
Well, they don't study their Bibles. They just, they, you know, they don't look at what the Bible teaches and they listen to what the so-called priest tells them and what the Roman church tells them. So when any issue arises, they say, well, what does the Roman church say about it? What does the Pope say about it? Well, you know, we, that, that what, they, what he says has nothing to do necessarily with the Bible. Now, I'm not saying everything he says is unbiblical, but, you know, much of it is. Is the Catholic Bible the same as the Christian Bible? Yes, you know, the, 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 Roman, the Roman Catholic Church uh, basically has uh, what I think is what's called the confraternity version. But, you know, it's, it's very similar. I mean, it's not very different at all. It's not, they have not, in, in other words, they have not inserted these doctrines in the Bible. But their doctrine is that the Bible is only the seed and the growth of that seed is through the imprimatur of the Roman Catholic Church, the Holy See, as they call it. And that is the Roman church can add to it through the centuries. And so the Bible is not the sole arbiter of things religion in the Roman eyes, and that in Roman Catholic eyes. Um, I want to ask you again about this woman that wrote this stuff. Um, I noticed that the uh, left, the children of the lie, they tend to um, really like or love Islam, right? Whereas in Islam, it's clear that it teaches you to cut off people's head, yeah. throw, throw the homosexuals off the roof, uh, beat the women, and don't let make them dress all covered up, and don't let them be seen. Uh, it, it teaches nothing but violence. Uh, right. Kill the infidels, kill the Christians. Um, I mean, kill the Jews, kill the Christians. Right. They are both infidels. It teaches nothing but hate, but there are so many people who don't see that there's something wrong with that, and they carry it out. It looked like, it, it would seem to me that something that's so obvious, um, not of God, it, there's no love in it, it looked like the people would say, well, something's wrong with it. I don't, I'm not supposed to go out and just kill my fellow man. Well, you know what? People are not very critical thinkers frequently, and, and I will say that from the top down, um, you know, the, the mainstream media continues to portray Islam as a religion of peace, and somehow it has been hijacked by people such as ISIS and taken in directions that Muhammad never intended. That, of course, is a falsehood of the greatest proportions. Muhammad himself shows us what is Islam, and Islam is exactly what Muhammad taught and what he practiced. He practiced assimilation. He practiced taqiyah. He practiced lying. He practiced the beheading of hundreds and hundreds of Jews. These were not defensive wars. He actually went and conquered the entire peninsula of Arabia. This was Islam. And that's what, that's what the Quran actually teaches. So it is possible that there are Muslims who don't live down to that creed, who don't live down to what the Quran actually teaches. And we're thankful for that. And I'm not saying every Muslim actually practices those things. No more than I'm saying every Christian actually lives up to the creed of Jesus Christ. Yeah. But let's not confuse what people practice with what the creed teaches. That's right. So why do you think so many Americans, including Christians, even Christians, uh, give in to Islam? Well, in one, I think, number one, our entire culture is, is a hatred of Jesus Christ. And that is, we have this boiling up from the bottom. And it's not, not the culture that we were uh, accustomed to in the last 200 years, but we have a great hatred of Christ that is in the liberal communities. And whether, so sometimes even such as the Buttigiegs of the world uh, will, will align up with the Muslims as far as th their hatred of Christianity yeah. and their 
criticisms of Christianity. So you have Obama criticizing Christianity. He's a socialist. You have Buttigieg criticizing Christianity. He doesn't know what the Bible teaches. He's a, he's a raging homosexual, and the Bible condemns homosexuality. But nevertheless, people are ignorant of the Bible, and I think that political correctness has got hold of people so hard that uh, we have a hard time coming to the real issue. What does the Bible actually teach? What does it say? And, you know, we're just, we, don't, we're, we loathe to look at that. Even, even that guy, uh, Bernie Sanders, and he's a Jew, but I don't yeah. think he's a practicing Jew or something like that. He even turned it against Israel as supporting Palestine or something like that. I read the other day, I, I read it in a rush, but he seems to not be standing with Israel. Yeah, there, there are a lot of Jews like that. There are a lot of Jews that do, however. I mean, there are a lot of uh, Jews today. I had one on my radio show the other day, uh, and— um, but anyway, she, she's really great. She talks—she's very conservative. And, uh, but at any rate, she points out that, yeah, there's some, there are a lot of Jews who have taken that tack, and they don't support even Israel. They don't support, uh, they don't support even Jewish uh, uh, ethics from the Old Testament. They don't support that at all. Um, but they've been very hatred. Yeah. And so why don't the head Jew throw them out of the Jew stuff? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Everybody has their own little church. And if they don't, if they're if they're not accepted in one, then they go down the street and they make their own. Uh, and and you can you can find it uh, no matter you can find any flavor of any church that you want to find in America. And then all of a sudden they're a church, and we have to defend them and act like they're just as uh, they're just as right as everybody else. But that really denies a critical thinking and just an and fair common sense coming to the Bible. If ever we needed you, Lord, we need you now. <laughs> Um, there's a comment from YouTube here. Maryland, is that Maryland, James? YouTube comment? Marlene. Marlene says, Catholics, Catholics do not worship Mary. And you say? I say, well, she's uninformed because uh, Alfonso Liguri had put out a book uh, many years ago in which called The Glories of Mary, in which he, he lauds Mary to the fullest extent, calls her the mediatrix of heaven, and that she's a worshipful being, and that uh, the whole doctrine of Catholicism with the imprimatur of the church, and this book had the imprimatur of the Roman church, basically just tells us that, yes, she's a worshipful master. She's the mediatrix of heaven. She's the queen of heaven, and this is the one that you go to. She has the power to forgive sins. She has the power to hear your prayers and take them to Christ, and the whole doctrine of the Roman church is that Christ is and God are far from uh, far from men, but there's a woman there who's going to listen to her children, and they will come <laughs> to Christ, and they will tell now Jesus, uh, you're my son, and uh, and you, uh, I want you to listen to Jesse Lee Peterson because he's one of my chosen ones. That's the that is the doctrine of the Roman Church, and it's been that way for a long time. They but they run around saying, well, they, we don't use the word worship. Well, they do in in Alfonso Liguri's book, The Glories of Mary. It's all about. It's all about honoring Mary, even above the Lord Jesus Christ. I know. I have seen them do that over and over again. I have family members who are Catholic, and I always see them, hell, Mary, worship of God, greatest female all, of all time, some kind of job like that. But I, want, I don't know if that woman's name is Marilyn or Marlon, because James said, yes, it's Marlon, but Nick is saying Marlene. I'm sorry? They're talking to me in my ear, Bill. Well, that's right. Oh, it's Marlene. Okay. 
I just want to make sure I got it right because she is watching. Um, and um, so what's going to happen with all the conflict that's going on right now? And I want to talk about China because China, I read, is writing its own Bibles now. And right. uh, um, yeah. um, if all this stuff is not clean up, will, will there be like a massive situation in America? Because you can't be having all these gods around. Right. You know, uh, j- just even back to Marlene's question here, just go to the New Testament. Do you find anything similar to what the Roman Church teaches <laughs> regarding Mary on the text, in the text of the New Testament? You do not. Where did it come from? The Roman Church tells us very boldly it developed through the centuries. And we're going to have to be a little bit more serious Bible students and discover what the Bible actually teaches. And so back to your question here, uh, you know, we're going to continue to drift unless we're able to get down and do some serious thinking and Bible study, what is actually taught in the Bible and what does the Bible teach? But we certainly are not going to be able to judge Christianity by looking at the lives and say, that's what it teaches. We know that not all Christians live up to the creed and not all Muslims live down to their creed, but they do have, there are creeds. And Jesus Christ gives us a creed in the New Testament. So it's important that we look at it. What's really awful is that there are so-called in, uh, Islam phobia laws now in America and Muslims in Congress. There's this woman, Ilian Omar woman. Yes. And she should not even be in America. That's what we're talking about in Congress, right? This woman now, it looked like she married her brother, and she's doing all kind of weird stuff. She's totally anti—she's in the four of them, really, are totally anti-America. I don't understand why we are putting up with that. They should be shipped back to wherever they came from, like, the next day. Well, not to be too negative here, but uh, from the 1960s on, we've had our head in marijuana clouds, and we've just kind of drifted and let everything be, everything chill and everything be cool, and we haven't really thought about the issues of the day and what is actually occurring in our country. That's happened to our, that's happened to our culture to a major extent, and it's, uh, it's very frightening, really, because people have just not really been very critical thinkers, as I've said, on these different issues. But, you know, uh, regarding, regarding uh, Ilan Omar, uh, she herself, of course, has dissimulated, uh, apparently lied about her husband even. But, you know, Islam allows dissimulation yeah. against yeah. those who are non-Muslim. And Muhammad practiced that. Muhammad's the perfect Muslim, according to them. But he practiced that. That's exactly what he did. That's how he lived. That's how he practiced it. That's how he conquered the different tribes of the Jews. That's how he was able to conquer Arabia. It was all about war. And here's something else interesting, too, Jesse, and that is we, we just run from the idea that, uh, okay, uh, we need to have religious freedom, and then Muslims are religion, religious, and therefore we need to leave that alone. What we are failing to see is that Islam is primarily a political engine. It's primarily a political doctrine that is more in line with communism. There's very, a very small edge of it is actually religious. And that very small edge is something like, you know, whether you pray so many times a day and uh, you uh, uh, honor the month of Ramadan and so forth, and you have these different religious practices. But most of it, including Sharia law, most all of it is political doctrine that is more in line with the Vladimir Lenin than it is with American freedom. And that's why we should be concerned. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know, no wonder Obama lasted so long because he was a good liar. And yeah. it was clear that he was not a Christian or is not a Christian. And he just oh, he lied his way coming in and he lied his way all the way out. You know what? His 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 closest confidants say that the major issues of the day, such as whether he believed marriage was between a man and a woman, he lied about it. He lied in order to get the nomination for the Democratic Party at the first, but he never believed it. He never understood that. And, that, and he always believed that, it was, that homosexual marriage was something that we need to get in America. So he lied to the American people when he first of all got into office. Then he later came out and says, well, I've had an epiphany here. <laughs> no, he just felt like the, he knew the political climate and the political water was favorable because we were just, you know, the country is just running gushing after him. So, well, I think I've had an epiphany, and I think marriage uh, is between two men also. But he always believed that, but he just lied to us to get in there. And it looked like the greater the liars, lies that he told, the more the people followed him, more people got behind him. He lied about your doctor. If you like your doctor, you can keep it. If you like your health care, you can keep it. He lied about well, everything. But I'm not, I was noticing the more lies he told, the more followers he gathered. Right. That's right. I mean, people... He, People love the, when they're lied to. You know, that's yeah. exactly what tells us what happened. You know, they heap to themselves teachers after their own lusts. And that's the Second Timothy chapter 4. But that's exactly what happened with Obama. Before we run out of time, tell the people how to get you, listen to your show, read your article, buy your books, and all that good stuff. I don't want to run out of time with that. I want you to, because you are like a gift from God. And I want them well, to know, I don't know about you. that. I appreciate that, Jesse. Well, the, the radio show is American Liberty with Bill Lockwood. That's the website. It's named the same. It's the dot-com address, American Liberty with Bill Lockwood. And then the radio show is called exactly the same. It airs out of Wichita Falls on News Talk 1290 AM uh, dial, and then also uh, in Lubbock and Abilene. And that's, and that's once a week. And um, so right now we're kind of in a big political battle. Uh, you know, of course, we've got the primaries coming up. And so we have a lot of political guests, uh, the people running for different con congressional seats here and senatorial seats, actually. So I have some of them as guests, but I try to get these issues that we're talking about on the air quite a bit. Yeah. So that's a great show on the website. You have an amazing show. I highly, highly recommend, even if they don't Thank agree you, with me, enough, I want them to listen to your show. Very informative. Uh, Marlene says, again, she responded um, okay. on YouTube, Mary cannot forgive sins according to the Catholic doctrine. Well, she's just going to have to read more carefully what Catholic doctrine actually says, that Mary is the one who forgives sins. She's the queen of heaven, and she's the one, according to Alfonso Liguri, which is in the glories of Mary, that she's the one to whom we pray for the forgiveness of sins, and it's in her power to do so. And it's her power to come to Christ and ask him to do these things too. And she has power over it. That's what Alfonso Liguri tells. That's got the imprimatur of the Catholic Church. So I know that uh, Catholics uh, get a little defensive here and say, well, we don't really believe that. The Bible doesn't teach anything that they teach regarding Mary, not one thing. They don't, it, the Bible doesn't teach the perpetual virginity of Mary. It doesn't teach an immaculate conception regarding Christ and, and uh, Mary. It doesn't teach the honoring of Mary in any sense, such as the Roman Church does. So uh, they need not be defensive of that, but that's what Alfonso Liguri actually says in the glories of Mary. It's very, very plain, very, very simple. And it has the imprimatur of the Roman Church on it, which means the official approval of the Roman Church, that the power of forgiveness is in her. Amazing. 
I have about three minutes left here, Bill, we have together. In, in the news, China writes its own Bible and Koran. Um, uh, Chinese communists advises, advise belief in Marxism and Lenin, not ghost and God. Why are they doing this? Yeah, they, well, you know what? I think this is so interesting. The Ch- Chinese communists are coming to the Bible and they want to rewrite the Bible to make it aligned with socialism. That's what they say. Well, I just I say, why don't they just go hire Obama's people because they all told us from David Wallace on that the Bible actually teaches socialism, that the Bible's a socialistic handbook, that it teaches that here's what the government ought to do, that confiscate the wealth of the, the, the more wealthy and, and redistribute it. They say that's the morals of the Bible. Really? If that's the case, then why don't the Chinese just leave the Bible alone? They want to rewrite it. They know, they know instinctively that the Bible doesn't teach such, such nonsense as socialism. That's why China's trying to rewrite the Bible. It seems as though they're hell-bent on removing um, religion, especially from the Christians. Right. Because once oh. they remove that, then they can completely control the people, right? Absolutely. They've already they've already put in place that here's we're locking down on these religions and you have to be approved by the government, by the state as to who uh, what church it is, who's going to preach, what kind of preaching they're going to have. And they'll approve of it or disapprove of it. Is that what we want in America? That's what Obama wanted. He wanted to go that exactly that same direction. That's where we almost are right now with the homosexual lobby in America. They want to say, you know what? You're not going to be in, in lockstep with the Democrat Party in approving homosexual marriages. Then we're going to ban you, and you're not going to receive uh, tax breaks. You're not going to re- And that's just the beginning of the war. That's just the opening salvos. They're going to continue to, to put the screws down on churches that don't agree with state doctrine. That's what's going on in China. Why so many um, uh, in America, why so many young people, millennials, and uh, supporting Bernie Sanders? Men, boys and girls, men and women. Yeah, I, I guess they're, they're being pumped out of our schools and universities uh, to goose step to socialism. Uh, you know, we have uh, socialist factories in the, in the universities frequently and uh, in, the, in the graduate schools. And they're just—we have Marxist professors who've been there for a long time. That's why men such as Bill Ayers— who is himself an avowed communist was able to step right into a university and get a and get a seat and now he has a tenure and so he's writing textbooks for all these children in across America he's an avowed communist we have that kind of stuff going on all the time in the universities and so these are the kind of children they're putting out amazing what um, uh, I know that the Democrats don't want Bernie they want anybody but Bernie Sanders I think. What do you think the outcome is going to be? I know you don't know yet, but what would yeah. the outcome be for the Democrats? I, I don't know. I think that, I think Bernie Sanders is going to be the nominee. But I'll say this. They need not act like Bernie's far out there, further from the rest of them. They all say the same basic principles as Bernie. They all have the same giant government ideas about health care, open borders. Just on and on goes the list. It's yeah. all basically the same. So, Yeah. <laughs> They could just close their eyes and pick one because they're all about the same thing. That's right. That's right. Bill, thank you so much. I absolutely appreciate it, and I hope we talk again soon. You bet. Thank you so much, Jesse, for having me. All right. Say hello to everyone for me. All right. Lord bless you, Jesse. All right. Thank you, buddy. You too. Bye-bye. Bye now. 
amazing. When I take a, I gotta take a break, folks. When I come back, I'm gonna take some call. That's Bill Lockwood. Believe me, one of the smartest men on this side of heaven. American Liberty with BillLockwood.com. Back in a moment. Amazing. And don't forget to like, follow, tweet, subscribe, and share the Justin Lee Peterson radio show, folks. We really appreciate it. We are at war. It is a spiritual battle for the soul of America. And it's going to take all of us to do it. 